listeners, welcome back to the British English Podcast with myself, Charlie Baxter. Today's episode is a bite-sized one, meaning it's a short, delicious, enjoyable take on the British English Podcast that you can consume within 10 or so minutes, give or take. Give or take two minutes, five minutes. Give or take means um, plus or minus. It's a shorter version of the podcast to give you your listening practice. And today's episode is all about Mother's Day because the, the week of this episode releasing is leading up to Mother's Day in the UK. And I thought, you know what? I bet not all cultures have this tradition. And if they do, I'm sure it's not identical. And if it is, then at least you can confirm that you have a shared tradition with us Brits. So today's bite-sized episode is going to be all about Mother's Day, what it is, how we treat it, and then perhaps even how we treat our own mothers as we grow up. So that's what we're talking about. Let's get into it. This episode comes with a free worksheet over on the website, thebritishenglishpodcast.com. So grab that and you can listen along whilst using it. So Mother's Day formerly known as Mothering Sunday in the UK, is celebrated four Sundays before Lent. And for those of you who aren't in the know of what Lent is, it is uh, the preparation or the build-up to Easter. And most people give something up in the UK for Lent. Uh, some people give up chocolate. Some people give up sweets. I think I once thought it would be a clever idea to say, I'm giving up school for Lent. But that didn't go down too well. So Mother's Day uh, usually falls in March. I think it I think it always comes in March. But uh, yeah, the date changes a lot as it is in relation to when Easter is, which varies depending on the cycle of the moon. I could go into more detail, but it's a bite-sized one, and I don't want to bore you too much. Okay, so it's it's based on a religious event, but the younger generations of the UK, um, we don't really see it as that, and uh, yet we still take part in it. Uh, even though, yeah, the younger generations of the UK are becoming far less religious, and at the same time, atheism is on the up, is on the up, something is on the up, it's uh, rising. Um, but yeah, we don't really see Mother's Day as a day to celebrate only because you're religious. Most people take part in it, and I certainly do. Um, it's it's similar to Father's Day or even, um, you know, Valentine's Day, Pancake Day, or even really Easter Sunday. A lot of people nowadays, we don't really think too much about the religious aspect of the day kind of even similar to Christmas, but we are aware that we're, we're doing that. Um, we take part in it through habit mostly, and because it's, um, you, you know, usually a time to acknowledge a person or a relationship in your life, or regarding Pancake Day, I guess it's just to eat your weight in flour, baking powder and, and sugar. Yeah, either way, it's a good time. So, Yes, it's a, a day in the religious calendar, but most of the British people I know uh, celebrate Mother's Day just to be a nice child. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I'm not a perfect child with this one. I've occasionally forgotten it. So it's um, I don't uh, stick to it religiously. Pardon the pun. And I blame that on my sisters. Uh, I've noticed that a lot of my friends who have sisters, they they rely on them to remind them it's Mother's Day soon. It's naughty. I know. We need to think for ourselves. And I probably have to now that my sisters have got kids and they're far too busy to think about their forgetful younger brother. And it's probably also uh, because I've turned 30. So they, they might think, hang on, he's a fully grown adult now. No need to look after him. He's on his own. Either way, um, in my opinion, daughters are generally more thoughtful and better at planning ahead for Mother's Day and for most things. And I'd be interested to know uh, your take on this. So do write in. Um, Is it about the gender differences or is it culturally um, impacting? Um, How I see that mothers and daughters can end up being really close friends um, as the daughter ages, whereas sons in in a heterosexual relationship, they tend to gravitate towards their female partner's family or what we call the in-laws. Probably from how I see it, because the mother and daughter bond is uh, often stronger than, you know, a mother son or a or a father and son. The mother and daughter is something about it that that seems to be quite special. And I've heard lots of mothers or um, mothers to be saying, oh, no, I really want a daughter. Um, And they're hoping that they'll one day be their best friend. If it's different for your culture, let me know. I'd love to hear. Okay, so Mother's Day is seven days away for me um, as I record this episode. And yeah, no sign of a reminder from either of my sisters. So I have to use my own initiative and think, what would I like to get my mother to symbolise my endless gratitude for her making me, for her feeding me and and giving me an upbringing worthy of a king, really. And I've concluded that a card will probably suffice. And so moonpig.co.uk gets a spike of traffic and orders. Moonpig is an online card designing and mailing service that um, started about 20 years ago in the UK. Um, now it's in America and Australia, and it's, it's really user-friendly, and, and that's why it's the episode sponsor. No, I'm joking. Um, but they do sort uh, me out each year, and they make my life easier, knowing that I can just go on there, create a little card, and send it to my mother. It's also good for birthday cards and stuff. But yeah, Mother's Day, they get um, a lot of business, I imagine. Um, and And then they always do this thing when you've design the card you've written it you're sending it and then they say is that it don't you want to give the person that created you like a a cuddly toy or you know at the bare minimum a bouquet of flowers which i often succumb to not out of of guilt but out of feeling good about myself good about myself for spending more than a couple of pounds on my mother who is quite honestly the most selfless wonderful mother i've ever been a son to but I do love her endlessly and it makes me laugh that I think I've accomplished my task if I send her flowers and a card it's pathetic really in comparison to what she's done for me you know what is a card and some flowers but I don't think she'd prefer me to offer her my nipple for breakfast lunch and tea for six to twelve months so what can be done a token 
A token of love, sent on Mothering Sunday. A card and flowers, representing so much more, hopefully. Now, being on the opposite side of the world, I'm not expected, or I don't think I'm expected, to make the trip back for her for this day. Unlike um, Christmas, for example, where we do tend to have an assumption of all returning to our families to spend, you know, this deepest, darkest, yet jolliest month of the year together in the UK. But when I was residing in the UK, I would spend the whole day with my family, um, being that bit more attentive and, and loving to the mother hen. And we'd we'd go out somewhere for lunch typically and maybe have a walk together and then go to the grandparents to let my mother wish her mother a happy Mother's Day. And I'm sure in the future, when we're all living to 200, this will be a rather humorous day of hopping from one generation of mothers to the next. And, you know, it might even spill over to the next day. I have two days of this to, to allow for travel time between mothers. Oh, and I do also remember when I was a child, um, I remember attempting to prepare breakfast in bed for my mum and bring it through with a smile on my face thinking, I'm an actual legend of a son right now. Not only did I get up early, but I've made her breakfast and brought it through on a tray to deliver to her bed. I'm a legend. Um, But yeah, coming to think of it, I I believe it was just a piece of toast and a glass of orange juice on a tray. So yeah, I'm, I'm worried how easy it is to get legendary status in my mind. Imagine my movie title. Legendary Tales of a Living Legend. Charlie and his breakfast in bed for his mum. Now, if we look beyond what my movie trailer might sound like and uh, think about how us Brits treat our mothers, not just on Mother's Day, but in general, I'd say that we don't really have a clear identity or, or idea on this area. I hear of the Italians looking after their grandparents very well and Koreans can't even take a sip of water in the direction of their seniors at a dinner table, apparently. Um, And so I'm questioning our level of respect um, a little towards our mothers. I feel comfortable saying that my parents' generation, who grew up in the 60s and 70s, they feared their parents' wrath a bit more so than than my generation, who grew up in the 90s and and, and noughties. Um, And yeah, we weren't hit very often we would get occasional um little smacks on the bum if we were out if we really were naughty but they were in my opinion at the time they were um acceptable no at the time i hated it but now i i think they were very acceptable and they were very far and few between but if we look at the youngest generation right now I think it's incredibly uncommon to see a parent hit or even smack a child on the bum if they were naughty. Um, So I wonder, I wonder if it's um, something to do with that, whether, you know, the fear of physical force leads to respect. But I don't want this to encourage you to go out and smack your children. (laughs) I am. I think we're na- nowadays we've got far more intelligent and, and psychological approaches to disciplining our children. And, you know, installing fear in a child probably does a huge amount more problems um, than I'm not currently highlighting. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely am anti... I'm definitely anti-smacking. I'm anti-hitting kids. 
There we go. I've said it. I'm anti-hitting kids. Can we all agree on that? Thank you. Anyway, I'd say British people aren't particularly respectful of their mothers in comparison to other cultures. I wouldn't be disrespectful of my mother. I don't feel like I'm I'm disrespectful. But yeah, just again, comparing. I think I, as a teenager and as my friends were, we would talk back to our mums occasionally. We would challenge their authority, especially as teenagers. But then when a son gets stronger, he might start to leave the mother alone and instead turn his attention to challenging the father of the family to test his limits. But before I start delving into the Oedipus complex, we will leave it there. Although this has actually led me to think about how we treat our mothers as we age, as we grow up, and how we are with the older generations. Um, But I've already run out of time on this bite-sized episode, so I will hold that thought for another mini-episode in a couple of weeks. And to end on a loving note for all the mothers out there, here are two poems to celebrate Mother's Day. Right, time to get soppy. Soppy, emotional, a bit pathetic in a loving way. Putting on the soppy voice now. For all the times you gently picked me up when I fell down. For all the times you tied my shoes and tucked me into bed. Or needed something but put me first instead. For everything we shared, the dreams, the laughter and the tears. I love you with a special love that deepens every year and a slightly less soppy one you taught me to say please and thanks because politeness is the way so please can I borrow some money thanks just kidding happy mother's day and those were both written by unknown um, a very well unknown poet in um, today's society online so yes happy mother's day everyone Next week, we have a bonus episode with uh, Lucy from English with Lucy, the YouTube channel. And we are getting personal with her, asking her a variety of questions about her daily life, personal relationships, and even if she would ever date a student of hers. Scandalous, I know. So tune in next week to hear about that. Remember, this episode comes with a free worksheet with some of the phrases explained from the episode over on the BritishEnglishPodcast.com. And then, if you're enjoying learning with me and want some great resources to go with the podcast episodes, then I'd recommend checking out the Premium Podcast Membership giving you full episodes, transcripts, extended glossaries and flashcards of every single episode. And I tell you what, if you want to take it up a notch, a phrase which means to increase in value or in intensity, if you want to take it up a notch, then have a look at the Academy Monthly Membership. Just go have a look at the free sample. It's it's on the website. You can even have a look at the Premium Podcast Membership free sample and the Academy Monthly Membership free sample, and then you get to decide which one will benefit you best. Right, I'll see you next week on the British English Podcast.